Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to bring you an episode today that is actually a crossover from our Produce Talent Podcast. You may know that November is actually National Career Development Month, and of course, recruiting and retaining talent is a huge topic for both produce retailers and for the broader produce industry. I spoke a little while ago with Tammy Martin. She's the Director of Human Resources for Black Old Farms, and the company has a prolific internship program. And I wanted to share my conversation with her with you on the retail side, because I believe there's some excellent takeaways in here for any kind of company, retail absolutely included. So even if you aren't in a position to institute a formal internship program, I guarantee you will find nuggets in here to adopt in working with your more junior colleagues. And of course, it's always a great investment to help someone develop. Thank you as always for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation. So Tammy, thanks so much for being willing to take us behind the scenes and welcome to the podcast. Absolutely. Glad to be here, Ashley. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to sharing some information on what's been successful for Black Gold. And hopefully I can help other companies out there that are looking to have an internship program or maybe currently have one and and are looking for uh, ideas to expand it. Absolutely. So I'd love to start at the beginning because when you and I talked before, I know, again, you said you guys have had this program in place for a number of years now. And if I remember correctly, is actually modeled in some ways after your own experience as an intern and the things that you found really helpful. Yeah, exactly. So I was very fortunate. I had uh, some very good internship experiences while I was in college. And the one I drew from in particular was uh, at Pioneer DuPont. I spent time with them at their headquarters in Johnston, Iowa. And I was able to take a lot of their best practices and implement them at Black Gold Farm. So they served as my model and um, extremely grateful for the time that I was able to spend with them. Very cool. And what were some of those things that that resonated with you as a young professional deciding what was going to be, you know, next in, in your career path? What were some of the things you felt like, oh, yes, if, if I ever do something like this, I'm for sure taking this along with me. <laughs> Right. So, you know, things I was looking for as a young professional was was just the presentation of the operation itself. Did they seem to have their ducks in a row and could they offer me meaningful experience? And it was always great to hear from the people that were living and breathing that job directly. So, you know, when I interviewed, um, I, I pursued a career in HR, but it you know, I I spoke to the HR people, not just the recruiters. And, you know, typically that might be a step or two down the road, but it was certainly helpful to hear from the people that I would be gaining my experience from. So that was, I guess, one of the first steps that attracted me to the organization. But they also did a great job of having very intern uh, focused communication and messaging to college students. So how you recruit for an intern may not necessarily be the same as the way you recruit for seasonal help or a full-time position. That makes sense. And so for the internship in particular, where, well, so, so let's start with this kind of what positions do you take interns for? And then where do you find uh, the candidates for those, for those, uh, those internships? 
Yeah, so we're fortunate that we're able to recruit both seasonally and um, almost year-round or, or during the school season as well. So a lot of companies focus their internships during you know the June, July, August timeframe, and that is a big push for us. But we also have interns that you know specifically around accounting, where having them around year-end is is definitely important. Um, and so just different cycles in the business that we're also able to offer opportunities for internships. So right now. Um, we have internships open in human resources, sales, accounting, engineering, IT. Those typically happen at our headquarters. Transportation is another. And then at our farming operations, typically we're looking for people with an agronomic background, people with a general farm management interest, and at times even um, equipment, um, you know, kind of a, an ag engineering type uh, role. Gotcha. And what does it look like to to recruit these folks? I, I know when we talked before, you mentioned career fairs are, are a big part of kind of the cadence for you guys. How do you find, you know, folks to uh, to have have some good options to fill these roles? Yeah, so maintaining those relationships with your local colleges is extremely important. And, and we generally start with local universities, uh, especially the ag universities, but also make sure we have a presence with the community colleges. Sometimes that'll give you some more exposure with students and, and relocation may not be an issue when versus recruiting from out of state. And so we try to attend uh, the career fairs each fall, uh, a lot of the time in the spring as well. And then we also offer to come in and speak with the classes, uh, you know, just during the school year. If any of them have projects they need to work on, we try to serve as a resource. And one of the best ways we've found to maintain those relationships with the universities is to utilize the alumni that we employ um, to keep those connections alive with their former professors and advisors. So that's been extremely helpful for us. But, you know, prior to going to the career fairs, our HR coordinator, uh, Taylor Wittenhagen, she does an excellent job of just outlining expectations of career fairs. This is how your booth should look, um, making sure they have all the materials that they need, and then just how to interact with students. You know, it's helpful, don't sit behind the table, um, don't be on your phone the whole time. It's helpful to have at least two people in case somebody needs to take a phone call or use the restroom. And so we try to really prepare our employees prior to heading to those career fairs so that they're able to offer that excellent experience to the students. That makes so much sense because those those kind of best practices, you might you might think that you could assume that people would do those because it kind of makes sense. But uh, anybody who's ever walked around a trade show and seen exactly some of those things, the person sitting down, the person on the phone, the person looking down and texting while people are walking by, it, it does. It just makes sense to to say those things out loud. Hey, these are our expectations, just so everyone's on the same page. And sounds like you all have developed a great process and consistent approach where it's the same every time, you know, that you get folks going out. Yeah, and our approach while at career fairs is, is, you know, we're willing to talk with anybody and we want to talk with everybody. And, you know, we're not going to covet our, our swag. Um, you know, we, we obviously like to have potato chips and chip clips and stress potatoes, things related to our business. And, you know, the 
the person that comes up to talk to us, they may not have um, an interest in our business or an internship or a full-time position that we have available, but just getting our name out there to anybody. They might have a roommate. Um, they might have a, a sibling or, or something just to share the information. And who knows, maybe in the future we would be recruiting for that type of role. So we're not afraid to, to hand out our items. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know something else that we talked about was when you have interns coming on, and certainly again, some you know some of these things, the foundation's been laid over the years at this point, but really preparing the folks within the company already who are going to be supervising interns or working with interns to really set them up for success where the intern can be beneficial to them and they can really have a really great relationship with that intern and help them while they're there. What, what does that process kind of look like for you guys? Yeah, you know, it's something, as you said, that we've built over the years, and it definitely, each season that we have an intern program, it gets easier each season, and we are able to kind of build off of uh, best practices, but we really try to set the foundation with our incoming interns from the get-go, from their experience at the career fair to really trying to, you know, reach the reach out to candidates immediately thereafter. Um, we try to impress upon our locations that you should really try to have your interns lined up for summer before Christmas break. And I mean, so a lot of people are surprised that you need to be that proactive. And but but students are eager to get their, you know, their internships lined up. So it does require that amount of, um, I guess, the uh, uh, just being timely with them. So we we generally do two interviews, uh, a Zoom and uh, with the HR recruiting team and then allowing them to meet their hiring manager or the person that will be directly supervising them. And that could occur on site or over Zoom. And we prep them with, you know, here's good questions. We give them some interviewing um, tips and guidelines and training so that you know, they can conduct a good interview and make sure that they're recruiting the best intern for themselves. Um, and then, you know, we have templates for everything, template interviews, template offer letters, check-in calls. And, and so we try to make sure once we do find that ideal candidate, that intern, that, you know, they don't feel forgotten about until May. So we check in with them about every six weeks or so, just, you know, hey, we're looking forward to having you come on board and here's some additional information about the company and here's what you can expect. Um, and then um, generally they have finals to go through. So we like to send them a, a kind of a care package during finals week because uh, we all remember how stressful that time can be. And just to let them know that, you know, that they're welcome and that we care and we're looking forward to having them. Um, maintaining those touch points ensures that also that hopefully they're not out looking for another opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's important for us as well. Um, and then prior, I guess, prior to them joining, we have another check-in call just, you know, hey, it, when do you show up? Who do you ask for? Where do you park? What do you wear? What should I do for lunch the first day? Um, you know, things that some of us might just think, oh, this is, you know, I know this, but um, it has to be explained clearly. These are early career professionals and it just, everybody likes, you know, eliminating as much uncertainty as you can on your first day. So just being empathetic in that regard. Um, 
So we get them on board. We have an orientation schedule for generally their first week. It may not take up the every minute of their day, but it at least kind of outlines, you know, the, the things we want to cover, um, people that they're going to get introduced to. And of course, there's some requirements, just, you know, basic things, getting people set up from an HR payroll standpoint, you know, some of that stuff that has to con um, be covered, but making sure they understand their job description and that they're adequately introduced to everybody at the location. And everybody knows that somebody's going to be coming. So they're not like, hey, who's this new kid over here? And what's he doing over there? Um, so it's just as important to introduce the intern to the organization, but also to inter um, introduce the organization to the intern. And you mentioned, you know, getting folks set up with like HR, payroll, those kind of things. How do you all go about, you know, trying to figure out what kind of things are really going to help attract interns in terms of the wages or tuition reimbursement or housing or that's kind of a big landscape. And of course, things have been pretty competitive lately. How do you kind of navigate and find the right point to be at on some of those things? Yeah, it, you're right. Um, recruiting for internships has been become much more competitive. Even when I was in school looking for internships, it felt like they were few and far between. Now, universities have done a good job of, at times, requiring that work experience for their students. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, and so we frequently um, take a look at our wages that we're offering. We do pay all of our interns and we'll use various resources. Um, you can use online um, ONET to, to research some wage information. We subscribe to a salary survey ourselves, um, reaching out to just other HR professionals and, and asking them, generally HR people love to help one another out. Um, talking to other recruiters while you're at those career fairs and just say, you know, hey, what are you guys doing? Most people are ha happy to share. And if you can share best practices, they'll be open like that. And so, yes, you, in my experience, you do have to pay and you have to pay fairly. But I mean, with that, you get a good quality um, or you can have the expectation of um, a good quality of work. And, and they are returning value to the organization as well. So um, certainly they have, our interns have paid dividends for us. Um, another benefit that we offer is tuition reimbursement. So upon successful completion of the internship, uh, we will uh, send a payment on the behalf of the student to their university. So there's also that added benefit for them too. And then, you know, while they may not be a, a fully benefited employee, they probably don't, you know, they're still in school, they're probably on their parents' insurance, you know, just including them in meetings and travel, and also the available training that we have internally, also returns some de professional development to them that they're able to benefit from. Well, and you mentioned too, as far as the the ROI of of having interns, obviously kind of this pool of folks who who know you, I, I know you mentioned there's a, a, a high conversion rate that you guys have, have developed over the years of folks who intern with you, then coming through and, and taking full-time roles, you know, down the road. Yeah, so I, I ran some statistics for Black Gold, and currently we have just under 10% of our employees were former interns. Um, so we do have a pretty high conversion rate. Um, and we have additional ones that haven't joined yet that will be starting um, in the spring upon graduation. 
And it, they are um, probably one of our best pipelines for talent. And just because they may um, pursue a position in agronomy doesn't mean that they're going to be an agronomist with Black Gold. They can um, you know, step into other roles within the organization as well, but we know them, they know us, and you know, we already have established that relationship. They have that experience and um, you know, we can vouch for them and, and their abilities. So yeah, it's been extremely helpful for our organization. Yeah, well, then in terms of kind of the, the shorter term ROI too, I remember one of the things that you mentioned was um, particularly if there's like a position or, or someone who'll be super, supervising an intern who that's the first intern they've had, you mentioned that, that a really great initial project for, for an intern is just documenting the work of that person that they're working under and what are the things that they do on a daily basis and having those things written down. So if, you know, if that person goes on maternity leave or, or leaves for another reason or, you know, takes another opportunity that there's not all of a sudden this vacuum of like, oh, they were doing that too, right? <laughs> yeah, so we've, um, that's a great way to continue to build your internship program is by having the interns themselves document what they're working on or shadowing their supervisor or manager and documenting those practices. And so that gives them um, exposure to other areas of the business. It provides some continuity if something should happen, as you said. Um, and then, sometimes just having those fresh eyes come in and go, well, why do we do this? You know, we're doing this twice. We're doing this here, and then we're doing this here. Um, and so our interns have been great at saying, you know, maybe, maybe do we do we still need to do this? And if you're kind of like, well, I don't know. No, probably not. We just always done it that way. Or, you know, they, they have excellent skills and abilities. They might say, well, you know, by doing this formula or this macro, it can, we can combine all this information. Um, so that's been extremely helpful for us. Also, you know, many of the people within the organization who supervise our interns, uh, this is maybe the first time they've supervised somebody. So it's a great way to build them up and their, build their leadership abilities by giving them exposure to, to, you know, managing other people and managing people's times and tasks and, uh, performance. So that's, uh, that's been a great way to kind of also build the internal leadership pipeline of our current full-time staff. Absolutely. Well, that was, that was one of the things that, that stood out to me during our, our initial conversation on this topic was, you know, the, the development of the, the pipeline of new folks coming in and then also the professional development of everyone who's, who's there already and being able to essentially accomplish those things at the same time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, many of the people who are supervising the interns were were interns with us at one time themselves. And so they provide us with great feedback to the internship program so that we can continue to develop it. And and we reach out to them for that feedback. You know, what what went well? What didn't go well? What would you like to have seen differently? Did you ever feel lost or did you ever feel you didn't? You know, you didn't know where to go to get your questions answered. And so, you know, making sure that you continue, not just ask the interns for feedback, which is, which, you know, certainly please do, but also ask the people um, who were interns themselves, who are now managing interns, or just say, you know, what can we do to make this program better for you? Or is there, you know, perhaps something we can take off your plate 
Um, so you guys can focus on job-specific training, and perhaps we can co cover the organizational structure, the strategy, or the culture, something like that. You know, what can we help from um, an HR standpoint? And that brings up another uh, good topic is it's very helpful to have one point person within the organization um, to coordinate your program and to be the recurring touch point with the interns. And within Black Gold, that's uh, Taylor that I mentioned earlier. And she does an excellent job keeping that rapport open with our interns. And then they know who to go to for questions. And then, you know, the managers who are looking to recruit for, they know who to go to. Um, and it also allows you to have some consistency throughout the organization to ensure that it's it's a quality experience. And you talked obviously about kind of the the touch points between, you know, initially recruiting an intern and then before their internships actually starts. Um, I, I know when we talked earlier, you mentioned kind of touch points along the way, checking in, how are things going? You know, do you have questions? Do you understand what your job description is? All those kind of things what is, how does that continue after their internship is complete? Because I, based on what, what you've said already, I'm sure you've got a process on that end of it as well. Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of recap some of those touch points. So immediately upon an intern being hired, we pre-schedule out when we'll speak to them. And at times it's going to be you know, just a member from the HR team, then it could be the their supervisor, the intern and the HR member. The next time it might be um, the overall location of that location manager and the intern. So we ensure that other people are involved um, throughout the process and that creates kind of an accountability loop that's helpful. But you're, you're right, we do to cover different topics each time and then just kind of you know, from from the job description to, you know, um, at the one of the last conversations might be about full time employment opportunities, and we just cover different areas of the organization and their position each time. One, it helps so it isn't information overload upon them starting, but also it just um, it creates some dialogue. It ha gives us something to talk about while we visit, but it really opens the door to them uh, to the intern to ask us questions as well too, and to share their feedback so we can learn from them or or correct if something isn't going as well as we would hope it would be going. And then, um, you know, we have one of their last conversations with them. They do an exit interview for us. We ask them to review us online to give um, Black Oak Farms uh, a review on Indeed or Glassdoor. And that's helped us build our brand as an organization as well for people to share those experiences. So it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy. You get good feedback that encourages better people, then they give you good feedback. And it, you know, it just really brings in um, quality talent for us. But so upon them leaving, um, we a lot of the time ask them to join us at the fall career fairs, because usually we're going to be at their college. That's where they found them. So we're happy to put them on the payroll for, for a day again and have them man the booth with us or just ask them to put us in connection with some of their professors that you know we could potentially get in front of the class for the for um for that semester um also we engage with them on social media we have an alumni page and just and just our our um facebook page in general or through linkedin um, we try to keep our presence. Um, we don't want to bombard people, but we also like to make sure that we're continuously communicating with the public in that way. And 
and we love sharing when we see our interns who have received full-time employment elsewhere. We love to promote those as well because, um, you know, we're, we're proud of these people that we've helped develop and um, have had a good experience with them. So, we, yeah, we just had an individual who got a job with the USDA out in North Carolina. He was an intern in 2021 for us and um, it was exciting to see him um, receive a full-time opportunity, even if it's not with us. Well, and I love the the inclusion of kind of recognition opportunities here because I remember um, another thing that you mentioned when we talked earlier was you guys like to make a big deal out of intern appreciation week. When is that, and how do you guys go about go about that? Yeah, so intern appreciation day is usually the last week of July. I, I think it was, I think it was July twenty eighth for some reason that date sticks out in my mind, um, but I believe it's the last week of July each year. And obviously that's an appropriate time. It's during the summer months when most people are doing their internships. But um, we like to recognize online all of our interns. We, um, you know, kind of create a little splash, a little blurb out on social media. But we also, you know, follow up with a thank you gift in some sort of item that encourages their growth and development. So this year we invested in StrengthsFinder for our interns. So. Um, certainly, it's something that could benefit them in their careers, not just with Black Gold, but going into the future. But also, you know, they can use it immediately, apply those skills immediately, and, and Black Gold, too, you know, receives the, the benefit of those things. So, um, and it just, it's, it's a fun time to, you know, get the farms or the office teams together and just show appreciation for the work that the interns have been doing for us. And it sounds like, um, you know, this whole program for you all certainly takes a lot of it work has, has taken a lot of investment and in development of processes over the years and in, in training of, of, you know, folks internally as well as, hey, you know, here's what you do with the interns, right? Um, but it sounds like something that has been tremendously beneficial. And I, I think another thing that um, you had stated earlier was, hey, you know, the the investment we make in this, that's a lot easier than, you know, having kind of a, a less structured approach to trying to find people and then maybe having a little more churn because you're getting a little bit different quality or people don't understand the job or, or things like that. Um, it's a very proactive approach, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, paying an internship for an intern and, you know, when you compare that, yes, the, it, there is an expense there. Um but it's generally cheaper than what you're going to spend on on job ads and recruitment and and then you just you know you may not know what you get so it's you know career fairs are a way to um, meet lots of talent in one and at one time generally cheaper than a job ad and you might get exposure to hundreds of of people and then you get to test drive them they test drive you you test drive them you know if they're a good fit from um from a technical ability standpoint, but also if they're a good cultural fit. And um, yes, we have much more success, uh, you know, obviously with the amount of interns that we have that make up our full-time crew or former interns, um, you know, we have a much higher retention rate um, with that versus somebody, you know, entry-level person out of college that we just have had no introduction to um, before. So, and as I said earlier, once you get started with your internship, it gets easier. 
each season after that. Um, you have the processes in place, you have the documents that you need. But you know, if, if a business is just getting started, um, I would reach out to your colleagues in the industry or a local HR group. Um, obviously, there's lots of material online. It's helpful to have a program outlined and then to create those templates because then you can just repeat it year after year um, and just tweak as necessary. The, the hard part is getting started um, and getting people to buy into to the value. But once, um, you know, if done right, and um, once people get that exposure, they generally immediately um, realize the, you know, the benefits that it brings and the long, the long-term benefits for the organization. Awesome. Well, Tammy, anything that I have missed that I didn't ask that I should have or anything else you'd like to add before uh, we wrap it up here today? No, I, I wanted to make sure that we brought up National Intern Day because a lot of people don't know that that's a thing. Um, it took a few notes before we got started here to just to see if I uh, would would catch everything I wanted to on my list. But um, no, I think we covered things and I would just, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm certainly um, more than happy to reach out to other organizations and help them or share my experiences with building an internship program at Black Gold Farms. Um, so, you know, we're here to help. Excellent. Well, thank you again so much, Tammy, for, for taking the time and taking us behind the scenes a little bit. I think it's, um, for me, it's always so helpful to hear, you know, not only kind of the, the strategy, but all the little tactical things that, that go in and, and create that foundation of, like you said, getting over that hump of getting started so that then you've got a, a solid foundation to build on. Right, exactly. So that was my conversation with Tammy. I hope you found it as enlightening as I did. And I look forward to having you join us again next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.